Hello, and welcome to the Brothers of Tamriel podcast. I'm your host, Jay Rumberg, and I'm joined here by my brother, Mission Maniac. Here we will be covering all the basics of Elder Scrolls Online. We're going to talk anything from news to dungeon mechanics and even builds. We're going to cover everything from the beginner level to the veteran level and everything in between. So this will give you a good solid foundation of the understanding of the game. Hopefully this will help you succeed a little little better. Sit back, relax, and enjoy while we delve into the world of Nern. Jay Rumberg. I am joined here by Mission Maniac. How are you doing, Mission? Oh, hanging in there, man. How have you been? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Haven't got a lot of ESO time in here as of lately, but that's alright. You know how it goes. Um, and to all of our friends out there, our fans, our listeners, uh, hope everything's going well. How's that thing going? Did you, did you finish with that with that job. How'd the project turn out? Perfect. That's awesome. Just a little side note here. We got a couple things to talk about here. Um, uh, first off, we're going to be, I just want to mention our agenda for this episode. We're going to talk about the Stam Sorg, Stamina Sorcerer, which is, happens to be Mission's bread and butter. So... You guys are in good hands with Mission here, so sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the Stamp Sork. Our dungeon for this week is Elden Hollow 1, Vet Dungeon. We're going over the mechanics, so stick around for that. And, uh, yeah, so let's just dive right into it. Uh, Mission, what have you been up to in-game lately? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. Uh, kind of took a break. Um, uh, I don't know, for about... Uh, four days or so, or four days, <laughs> like nine days, I guess, nine, ten days, but, but a little over a week. Um, actually, uh, <laughs> kind of jumped in on console over on, uh, Red Dead 2, and... Oh, nice. Been, been farting around with that. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, I just, uh, but I am back on ESO, uh, nothing, nothing holds my attention like ESO does, so, um... Oh, for sure. Otherwise, I just still over here on PC. Um, still level on this Maglar. Now, are you uh, are you still streaming on PC, or how how is that working out? Because I know you were streaming uh, on console, but um, how's it working on PC for you? Uh, good. Um, I haven't, like I said, I, I did take a break, so I haven't really done anything streaming wise or anything at all, really. Um, oh, really? But, yeah, but I am going to be firing up my schedule again. Um, uh, what was I doing? I think I was doing, oh, shoot, Mondays, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays or something like that for my stream schedule. Yeah, it was something like that. I do recall. Yeah, yeah, other than that, yeah, I haven't really been up to a whole lot. Um, I'm still getting used to the whole PC world because this is basically the very first pc game i've ever played um well as you know we grew up playing consoles all the way from sega to playstation 
GameCube, Dreamcast, all that. We never really got into PCs. Oh, yeah. Um, Shoot, I remember playing Atari. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm getting in there. Actually, I, I, I bought a new mouse, and boy, what a difference that makes. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, because this, this mouse I bought is uh, it's a nice mouse. It's got, uh, it's got 12, uh, 12 keys on the side of it. So I don't have to take my fingers off my keyboard to stop moving to like do my abilities and whatnot. I can just I've got my buttons on my mouse programmed to do basically my rotation. Um, oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so it made a world of difference. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm, I think I'm up to uh, CP. I'm at CP 183. Oh man, you're over like, over gear cap. You made it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's it's going a lot faster than I remember. Yeah, well, from from rolling the first tunes on console. Yeah, you and I were kind of talking about this. Um, now, you know, we were just starting back then. We didn't really understand mm, as much as we do now. So leveling up and stuff is kind of a cakewalk nowadays. Now that we actually know what we're doing and stuff and. It's really easy to get with some friends, because before I was a little timid when it came to playing with other people, and I was a little shy, but then I got with a couple guilds, I got with a PvP guild, and just kind of met some people and met some friends, and yeah, that's kind of, it's nice to play with other people, you know, so that really, it makes the game, um... A whole new there's a whole new aspect to the game just based off of the player base the community oh for sure yeah there's days where i'll log on and you know i'm just kind of in a social mood and if there's nobody online none of my friends are online or something i, I won't even play i'll just I'll log right out yeah yep I um, yeah other than that, man what have you been up to in game um so i haven't been as active as i want would have wanted to be on ESO here as of late. The last week or two, I've kind of been taking a little hiatus. Um, I actually went up to Wisconsin to visit uh, Mission and Nye's brother, um, D. Rumberg. He's on our Discord, if anybody was wondering, if saw a new face on Discord, that's that's our older brother. Actually, that's our oldest brother. We've got... Oldest? Yeah, we've got three brothers. So... Four of us total, and he's D. Rumberg is the oldest of us, so he's uh, he's the wise one, I guess you could say. But yeah, I went up to Wisconsin, uh, farted around up there. I stayed up there for four days, I want to say. Had a long weekend and just hung around with him, and we ended up going to... Uh, I don't know if anyone knows the band of Monsters and Men. We went to one of their shows up there. It was a festival. That was really cool. Um, uh, Because they're they're one of my favorite bands. Top, I would say top ten. They're in there in there somewhere. I I really like them. But uh, the next day we went to uh, the Renaissance Festival up there, which was. uh, Super cool. I think anyone that's listening to this podcast would would have enjoyed that a lot it was they were making swords and stuff well you guys know how renaissance festivals go it was did you, did you drink some mead while you held your flail i actually did not drink that day because i think i drank a little too much the night before 
<laughs> we were just staying up uh, playing games and stuff, and D. Rumberg and I, we were just pounding the beers, so had a little little uh, hangover the next morning, and it was out. The Renaissance Festival was out in the sun, you know, out in the out in the heat, in the elements. So uh, the world. And then into the world, into the abyss. Not great when you're hungover. So. No. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're gonna. That's pretty much. I mean, other than that, I've been logging in in game. I've been trying to log in to pick up my daily reward, and I've been trying to keep up on my writs, but I've been gone um, for a little while, and I've kind of stepped out of the ESO mood for about two weeks now. I've been on and off, so... Uh, uh, I did get my crate, um, and nothing good came of it. I got... <laughs> One of the mounts I wanted, I got the non-combat pet version. Oh, that sucks. And then what, yeah. what crate was that? Uh, that, uh, what is it then? I think it's, I think it was an, you know, I don't even know what it was. The crate for the daily rewards. Um, the new moon crate? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was a preview crate, new yeah, moon. Yeah, preview crate, yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was just making sure if anyone was curious what crate you were talking about, that's what crate you're talking about. Oh, and I did buy uh, 15 crates. Um, Ooh, nice. A few days back, and I did not. I got, <laughs> uh, man, you know, I love most of the mounts that they put out, except for the Hendrick. Like, so over the Endrick. Yeah, me too. I'm actually not a big horse fan, to tell you the truth. Any Some of the horses I can get on board with, because some of them do look pretty cool. Yeah. But for the most, most part, yeah, I do agree with you. The horses are kind of, they're just kind of boring, because they're, you know, it's a horse. Yeah. I don't but... like how they run. I don't, I don't like how the horse looks, unless it's like, I don't know, it's got to be a really cool looking horse. Yeah. The, uh, the one mount that I do not like... Are bears. Oh, I just I don't like the way they run. I don't like I don't really care for the way they look. They run and, so goofy. It's like they're I don't know, like they're just a big dumb bulky bear. Like yeah, yeah. I don't. They run so dumb. But it, that's what I'm running on my Nord because I'm trying to keep up with you know being lore centric a little bit, and I'm I hopped on a I'm a Big Nord hopping on a bear, and it just looks hilarious when we run through Cyrodiil and stuff. It looks oh, yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I bought those 15 crates, and lo and behold, that's what I ended up getting was one of the new, uh, mounts, but it was the stupid bear. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No, what was that, what were those called? Those mounts. Uh, let me take a look. I am currently in game right now. Uh, just New Moon. Um, I got the New Moon Bear. Oh, okay. I see. See, I haven't, yeah. I haven't been on for a little while, so I'm. I'm I just... mean, he still the bear actually looks pretty cool, but you know, even with how cool this bear looks, I cannot get past the way he runs. 
I'm looking at it right now. I'm just kind of, yeah, I mean, it, looked, it does it, it look kind of cool. It cool, but it's gonna when you run, start running. Yeah, it's going to run like a dork. Yeah, when you start running, you realize you're still on a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even when they spawn in, it spawns in, it spawns in super cool because it spawns in like basically like a shadow like it just it's like it comes up out of the shadows and it's got this black aura that kind of steams off of it um his face is really dark he's got a cool uh um just cool straps and whatnot which my which that might be affected by my mount speed because my mount speed is 50 i think um but yeah he's, he's got some pretty cool uh attire on um i mean don't get me wrong this this is definitely the best looking bear that I have seen thus far, but it's yeah. still. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. This bear looks really really cool. Yeah, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's still a dumbass bear. It sure is. <laughs> um, all these mounts really they uh, I really like this theme that it has to it. I I do too. They all look really cool. Um, I am planning on buying another batch of crates or two or seven yeah. <laughs> um, because there is uh, oh excuse me under the um, uh, uh, radiant apex so your your super rare ones yeah uh, oh man I don't know if you check those out or not but those whoo buddy there are some good ones in there so um, I'm seeing the apex. Where's the radiant apex? Okay, so if you go to your crown crates oh, okay. and I you see. preview the crate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the first three. Um, oh. The cinch panther is just gnarly. Yeah. So he's got the same kind of effect that that bear does, except for he's like it's like he's drooling this green slime it's just it's just pouring out of his mouth and then he's got uh what looks like moths or butterflies that fly around him yeah which i think is kind of weird i don't don't understand that fully i'm not really sure about that moths i would say because maybe the night theme who knows Mm, yeah now this is one horse that i do like it's the uh, plain meld courser the way it spawns in is actually really, really cool. The, the horse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. And then the wolf, actually one of our uh, in-game buddies um, sidesteps this. The wolf is what he got off his first batch of crates that he bought. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, he got that Sang... Oh, my God, Sangivorian Howler. Yeah. That one is really cool. It comes in... Um, like a plume of smoke and bats are swarming you when you first spawn in with it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. The mounts are really cool on the, on this one. Um, even, even the radio, uh, the, the regular apex, um, just the new moon cinch, the new moon wolf, uh, the new moon horse. Um, yeah, they all look, I really like this, uh, this crown crate theme that it's got going uh-huh. to it. It's pretty cool. I mean, hell, even the camel looks freaking cool. The guar is awesome, which I love guars. So, <laughs> um, Lotus of Doom, if you're listening to this, you go ahead and tell Arcaneer. Guars are amazing. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> the, uh, 
Yeah, I to jump back to that guar that you're talking about, the eyes. I really like how the eyes have their like emerald green. Uh-huh. And then the uh it's got like I don't know, some kind of skin that's like a greenish color skin too. It's got a green hue yeah. to I can't really Yeah, that's uh if you look at the wolf, I think that wasn't the wolf. Maybe it was a cinch. Yeah, the cinch? No? Or maybe it was was that that radiant apex one? Oh yeah, the radiant the radiant cinch panther, the radiant apex. That one's got that green hue to his skin too. Oh yeah, it does. <clears throat> Wait, is that the blight? Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, because the green from what was that moonlang moonfan? Ah oh, man. <laughs> from from that one. <laughs> that one. Um, um, you know what? I'm not even gonna try to say it because I forgot what it's actually called. <laughs> you gotta give it a go. I just did. Uh, Moongrave Fang. That's there what it, is. it is. There it is. Um, uh, I think the blight is in Marsalock, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm... The later, later Marsalock. Um, Could not remember. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're right. I think that's, I think that's supposed to be supposed to be a, a little bit of blight on there. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. With uh, just to go with the theme. Uh huh. But uh, uh, man. you know, we kind of uh, kind of got off on a tangent here. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, we were just kind of covering what's in the Crown Store right now. Which, actually, speaking of that, um, another thing that I wanted to to bring up was the limited time offer, which is the Cold Snap Durzog Pup, which is a non-combat pet. Oh yeah, I was actually looking at that. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. It's, and it looks uh, it looks kind of angry. He and does not look very happy. No, not one. He might. He, he might bite. I I think so. Um, <laughs> and then the other one is a costume. It's the Renegade Dragon Priest costume. It's I I believe it's been around for a while. It's been <sighs> I think it has here, here and there. Um, so I think they're bringing it back just for this limited limited time. But um, if you're an ESO Plus member. There is a little bit of a deal to this Renegade Dragon Priest costume. You're instead of two thousand crowns, it's going to be sixteen hundred crowns. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring the, bring that up. Um, you know, I'm I'm not mad at it. I just uh, I'm, I'm in game right now. I just previewed it on my character, and it looks it, it looks pretty good. I mean, it's it's actually it's almost Altmerish. It is a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's really got some fine details to it. Um, yeah, it, it, it looks pretty. I bet. I bet it actually. I bet it dies really nice. Yeah, I like that chainmail looking. Yep, stuff. that's what I'm just looking at. Yeah. I bet that chainmail will die really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> For all of you that are out there that like uh, spending money or spending a lot of time on your tunes appearance. I definitely do. I do too. Yeah, I just that is that is one bad thing about um, me starting over is you all of my uh, no. all my crafting motifs and all that. Oh, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> all your dyes, everything. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at that Durzog pup right now, and 
he doesn't look like a very friendly pup. No, he doesn't. I think I'll stick to my doggy. Um, also, that's in the limited time here, is the DLC Scalebreaker Collector's Edition. Ooh. So, you guys can check that out. And also, in the featured is the Chokethorn Arms Pack. I believe that has been a, that's been here before. So it's back. The Arms Pack is. Um, other than that, that's kind of everything that's in the Crown Store as of right now that we've... Uh, yeah, I think that's all that I wanted to go over that was in the Crown Store. You know, I'm looking at that Scalebreaker Collector's uh, Edition right now. And I could be wrong because this is, I'm using the computer's UI or the PC UI um, for this. But on the Scalebreaker Collector's Edition on my screen, it looks like if you buy it, which is 4,000 crowns, but if you buy it, it looks like you get five XP scrolls, 50% XP scrolls, uh, Ancient Dragon Hunter Wolf non-combat pet, an ancient dragon hunter horse mount. And then it also looks, and I almost don't want to say, cause I, I don't want people to get misinterpreted. No, you're, right. Or, you're right. It's showing up here. I'm previewing moon, it right now. It looks like you get moon gray fane and layer marsh lock with it. Yeah. That's the, uh, DLC pack for that. That's kind of nice. <laughs> that, that It's a little five pack. That, yeah. That's a bundle. pretty good deal. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Um, yeah, did you have anything else you wanted to cover in the Crown Store? There's actually quite a bit here that we... Yeah, there really is. I haven't, since since we've both been kind of taking a break, we're, we're kind of behind on the times. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, let's see here. Looks like we got something new in the Notable Homes. What we got? Ooh, the... Oh, the Moon Sugar Meadow. Moon Sugar Meadow? Mm-hmm. Dotted with elsewhere architectural features, this meadow provides plenty of building space in a peaceful and natural setting. Nearby streams gleam in the light of the sun and moons, enhancing this idyllic gateway. Oh, getaway. Sorry. I see. And it's only 6,400 crowns, and it's notable. That's a pretty good deal. That's not bad at all. No, especially since the rest of them are between ten and thirteen thousand crowns. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. Um, so, anything else to add to that mission? I don't think so. You know, I think we should probably keep the show rolling. Yeah, I think we should probably get going with the um, the show here. Do you want to? Um, since we kind of took a little while on this, do you want to skip the? Uh, uh, skip over the passes since we kind of already covered them anyways with the mag sort. There's just a couple things I want to talk about about that. On the actives? Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as the passives go, a sorcerer is a sorcerer. So yeah. uh, your, your passives are going to be the same as uh, they were if if you were a mag, but then you just apply that to your stamina is all you do. So, um, yeah, as far as yeah. the actives go, what I wanted to talk about here was something that I thought was kind of interesting, 
and it's unique to this sorcerer, as far as I know. But you can uh, you can see that in your active abilities, there really are only two abilities out of the whole class, out of each you know three of class lines. There are only two active abilities that are even morphable to be stamina morphs. So you might find yourself utilizing a lot of outside outside the class abilities with a stamina. Oh, yeah. You're going to find yourself using that whatever your weapon is, you know, whether it's dual wield, bow, two hand, one heel, one hand and shield, you're going to whatever it is for your stamina character you're going to find yourself utilizing probably a, a lot more than the class abilities. Just and I'm glad you brought that up, the one-handed shield thing, because for any of you guys that are newer to the game or um, even, honestly, even some of the people that are veteran players, um, Sork tanks, or stanks, as I like to call them. They're a thing. They're good. Yeah. Um, which J Rum's gonna go over one of those one of the abilities that I'm gonna go ahead and spoil real quick. But when you're a sword tank and you're utilizing that dark deal or dark exchange, your sustain is almost limitless. It's through the roof. Um, yeah, and that's kind of that was one of them that I wanted to talk about was the. It's Dark Exchange, and it starts out as a stamina ability. And what that does is you bargain with Darkness to restore 8,494 health and 3,600 Magicka instantly and an additional 2,400 Magicka over 20 seconds, which isn't huge, but it's extra Magicka. Now, that's just the base of it. So when you morph that for your Stam Sorg... What you're going to want to morph it to is Dark Deal, which is a magic ability. And the new effect of this reduces the cost and converts Magicka into health and stamina instead. So instead of restoring your Magicka, it's gonna, you're going to bargain with Darkness to restore 8,494 health and 3,600 stamina instantly. And an additional 2,400 stamina over... 20 seconds, which again isn't huge, but it's it's a little something extra to it. The only thing well, that, it's, just, it's, a, it's a constant build, though. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, which kind of goes into what I was saying about sort tanks. I mean, it's we've got a buddy on console who is well, he he plays both uh, console and PC, and he has a sort tank, and that is one of the number one things that he is always talking about with that tank is the fact that he never runs out of resources. Yeah. Yeah, he just hits that. The only thing that I have to complain about this ability is the 1.2 second cast time. Yes. I'm not... uh, If it was instant, that would be fantastic, but I understand why it's not instant, because that's just... I'd be broken if it was instant. Oh, yeah, definitely. You could just sit there and spam that. You're healing your health while you're restoring your resources, your primary pool. And, um, yeah, you could just not die. Just stand there, not die, restore everything. So I totally, I understand it, but I just don't like it, you know. And as far as um, 
personally on a Stamsork. I never used it. Um, just because, mainly because of that reason. Because DPS, I don't, I don't like cast time abilities when I'm DPSing. I, I know a lot of people do use some, um, but me personally, I just, I feel like they slow me down. They kind of make my rotation a little clunky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. And they're just, they're, they're hard to throw into a rotation, especially, especially like, no matter what platform you're on, if you're on PC and you got your timers or you're on console and you're, you're counting in your head yourself, it's just, it makes the rotation harder to work with when you have something like that in it. Yeah, it just adds one more variable that you have to think about. Um, yeah, so the next ability, like I said, there's only two abilities that I wanted to discuss. And the next one is um, in the Storm Calling line, and the base of it is Lightning Form. And what it does, it's a Magicka ability as the base. Manifest yourself as pure lightning zapping nearby enemies with electricity, dealing 894 shock damage every one second for 15 seconds. So it's not a huge amount of damage, but it is... Uh, constant damage for 15 seconds so that's uh that's kind of a perk to it that's not the main reason that you're using it though another the other part of this ability is while in this form you also gain major resolve and major ward increasing your physical resistance and your spell resistance by 5280 so if you guys were looking for your major and your major resolve and ward buffs. There you go. You found them. Now the morph to that. Yep, the morph. The stamina morph is what I want you to go over because, uh, that's what I. It's amazing. Yep, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> jump on that right now. So, uh, like, uh, like we said, we're talking about the stamina sorcerer. So, we're gonna morph it to hurricane, which is a stamina ability. So this is the only other stamina ability within the Sorcerer class lines, the three class lines, that uh, is morphable to be stamina. You know, uh, it's, I think that's very interesting. and It forces you to work outside of the class abilities. So it's, it's kind of unusual, kind of unique, um, where with another class like the Templar, you could load up on class abilities and be just fine. Where with this, if you're a stamp sort, you're going to have to step outside of your class abilities. So, any, anyways, um, what Hurricane does, uh, this, this converts into a stamina ability and deals physical damage. It increases in size and damage the longer that it's active, and it grants minor expedition while active, which increases your movement speed. So, the whole thing here, and again, these numbers are definitely going to vary because I'm on my mag sork. So, these numbers are, you're, you're probably going to see a lot bigger numbers if you're on a stamp sork. Manifest yourself as pure air instead of pure lightning. Buffeting nearby enemies with wind, dealing 348 physical damage, which again, it, take that with a grain of salt, because that's with a full magicka pool. 
uh, every one second for 15 seconds. The winds grow in damage and size, increasing up to 150% more damage and up to 9 meters in size, which is pretty big. That's a pretty big area. And it's kind of, it's pretty nice that it increases to 150% more damage. Oh, yeah. While in this form, you gain your major resolve, you gain your major ward, and you're also gaining minor expedition, um, which is going to increase your movement speed by 10%. So this is a, this is kind of a must for the Stamp Sork. I mean, you, this is uh, going to help you out a lot if you are struggling with um, a little bit of AOE and you need a little bit of extra resistances, you want to move around a little quicker, here you go. This is a hurricane. That's the the morph that you stamp sorts are going to want to choose. Um, Mission, do you have anything to add to hurricane about this ability? Absolutely. Um, so good. for any of you PVPers out there, um, the biggest thing that I loved about hurricane when I did PVP was fighting nightblades because I don't know, I I don't know if it's a I don't think it's a bug. I think it's just the simple fact is when a Nightblade goes invisible, if it gets hit or like if you're on a Nightblade and you walk into an AOE and you get hit, it takes you out of invis. So that is the one thing I loved about Hurricane because it does grow so big. If you're fighting a Nightblade and he keeps trying to go invis, he can't oh, because gotcha. your, your Hurricane keeps kicking him out of invis. And it's, oh, it, I loved it so much. Um, we used to play with a buddy that, uh, he was he was a pretty good PvPer for Nightblades, and it was I mean we did BGs and I, I watched him I mean I I watched that guy just wreck some BGs. Um, yeah, he was only CP like three hundred and something, and he was taking eight tens down like they were nothing. Oh yeah, super quick, but he could not fight Stamsworks, and it's because of Hurricane. Um, but other than that, I mean, stamp sorks are so much fun. The one thing that turns uh, turn people off about stamp sorks a little bit is kind of what Jerem was pointing on, was the fact that there re there really isn't many class abilities that you're using on the stamp sork because the sorcerer is a you know it's a magic class. That's just what it is. It's what a sorcerer is. They utilize magic. Um, so you revert and you re uh, revert and kind of depend on your weapon abilities, uh, whether you're doing two-handed or dual-wield, whatever you're doing. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it is... Me, personally, Stampswork is one of my favorite stamina classes to play. Why do you say that? It's just... Um, it's To me, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the... It does, it does kind of bum me out a little bit that there's not a whole lot of class abilities that you're utilizing, but... The like when it comes to running PVE content with a stam sort, especially like the harder stuff like VMA, for example, uh, it's it's ridiculous. Like you you keep crit surge on and you keep that hurricane up, and you keep just any whatever any AOE you want just down hitting stuff. It's ridiculous. I mean, I got my I got my flawless conqueror on my stam sort. My slowest run. On my stamp sork, I think is like fifty-seven minutes or fifty-six Jeez. minutes, something like that. That's booking. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's such a fun class. It's a quick class. It's a fast play style. 
Um, yeah, and I just, I love it. Yep, I knew you were the guy to talk to about the stamps orc. Um, so I'm actually really glad that we're covering it today. Um, that, you just mentioned the ability crit surge. Um, that is another one that I want to go over. This is just the, this will be the last active ability that I do want to go over with the uh, Stamina Sorcerer. So it starts off as Surge, which um, is a Magicka ability. The nice thing about this is that it lasts for 33 seconds and the cast time's instant, so that always is a bonus. So what it does is you invoke Meridia's name to gain major brutality, increasing your weapon damage by 20% for 33 seconds. That is huge. You're going to want to run that. Um, if Unless you're getting your major brutality from potions, you're going you're gonna to want that 20% weapon damage buff uh, for 33 seconds, too. That's, that's a long time. So while this is active, dealing a critical strike heals you for 2,677 health. Um, and this can occur once every uh, one second. So... It's just going to sit there and, and heal the hell out of you. Um, and the that was Surge. And the morph that you're going to be wanting to take is crit sur Critical Surge. Um, it is, again, it's a Magicka ability. So, um, like we said, there's only those two stamina morphs within the, sta the Sorcerer class that has uh, stamina in their cost. So... The Critical Surge, the morph of this, what it does, you invoke Meridia's name to gain major brutality, increasing your weapon damage again by 20% for 33 seconds. Uh, while active, dealing a Critical Strike heals you instead for 3,181 health. So what it does is it increases the healing of your... When you crit, you're going to be healing, and you're going to be healing even more. So if you've got a good, you know, 50%, 40 50 60% critical strike rating you're gonna be just fine with healing there's yourself oh, yeah. right there and if you're dps your crit better be that high yes sir <laughs> <laughs> um so that covers everything that i wanted to talk about with the stam sork um that i'm not gonna go back over the uh the passives that we went over last week last time because um they're the same passives it's the same class um it just has the other effect to it instead of like shock damage it's going to be physical damage that kind of thing yeah and really with this with the sorcerer's passives anyways i mean if you're a stam sork the only ones that you know like really matter are like the ultimate cost reduction um the your stamina because i think sorks I think they changed, didn't they change their passes where sorcerers now they regen magicka and stamina or something like that? Um, Some kind of passive like yes, that. Yep. Um, so, like, uh, it now affects. So, it used to be geared for just magicka, but now if uh, it affects both stamina and magicka, the passives do, which is pretty nice. I get what it's trying to do, it's trying to balance it out and level the playing field, but. In the end, your active abilities 
um, are still geared toward ma- Magicka Sorcerer. So yeah, absolutely. So really, with the Stam Sword, the the Sorcerers. I mean, don't get me wrong. Always, always put your points into all of your class passives, but you're more going to be focused on your weapon ability passives rather than the class passives. Okay. Those are going to be the ones that, as far as DPS is concerned, they're going to be the ones that get you your DPS. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, so that about covers the Stam Sork on my end. Um, mission... Is there anything you'd like to talk about rotation-wise uh, for the standard? Yeah, story? yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cover the gear setup real quick, along with the rotation. Now, since the new patch dropped, I haven't really basically since the new patch dropped, I've been on PC. Um, not a whole lot gear-wise has changed, um, except there. Okay. There is one big thing that changed, and that is the fact that we're not running monster sets anymore as stamina. Um, any stamina that you're playing with, we're going to be running, because we're running the, the VMA weapons now, uh, for now, <laughs> until they nerf something again. Right. Um, and so we're going to be running, Reliquent is still meta, uh, but we're going to be running Head, Shoulders, but, I mean, obviously, you can pair it however you see fit. But me, personally, I run Reliquin's body, uh, the Tooth of Lacestes, head, shoulders, and jewelry. That way you got your, you know, two five pieces. Yeah. And then you're going to run the VMA Axe, Nern Honed, and then the VMA Dagger with Sharpened. And instead of the... Uh, Maelstrom bow, we're going to run the Master's bow, which you get out of Vet Dragonstar Arena. Um, and also, one thing that I have forgot to mention in the past, for Magicka and Stamina, whatever your AoE bar is, whatever weapon you have on your AoE bar, whether it's your back bar or front bar, doesn't matter, wherever you have the most of your AoEs, make sure that weapon has a weapon damage enchant on it. Because that those AOEs like your elemental blockade or your aerial barrage, whatever, those proc your weapon damage enchant off cooldown yeah. because they sit there and tick. Yeah. So make sure you have that. Um, <clears throat> and the big thing uh, here recently has been running Bloodthirsty on all three pieces of jewelry. That's, uh, I don't know, I did, I kind of messed around with it a little bit, wasted some... Uh, Transmute crystals. I I ran three bloodthirsty. I ran two bluster, two bloodthirsty, one infused. Um, I ran two infused, one bloodthirsty, and it's if you're a mid maxer, run all three bloodthirsty. If you don't really care about that extra one to twenty five hundred DPS, you know one k to twenty five hundred DPS, then if you if you feel like you need more stamina, throw a couple infused on there. It ain't it ain't gonna be the end of the world. Yeah. Um, everything else. Divines. Um, <clears throat> and if you can't get uh, Reliquin or Lacestis, if you don't have uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Somerset. Yeah, if you don't have Somerset and you didn't buy elsewhere yet, uh, Hundings and Briarheart is still still a classic go-to. Oh, yeah. Uh, you just, yeah, Hundings... Whichever way, you know, hunting's body pieces or hunting.
things, weapons and jewelry. And we're been with with a downgraded set or downgraded, I guess that's the wrong way to put it. Um, with a non-trial gear setup, uh, you can run a monster set, which you can run a monster set anyways. I've seen videos. Um, people are still, which I mean, these are like madmen at parses, but people are still hitting, you know, 90, 90 to a hundred K even still wearing a monster helm. I mean, it's that the Lacestes with the head shoulders, um, and the VMA weapons, that's like that compared to the, you know, the classic, well, now the classic Reliquin, Veladreth, and uh, advancing. It's it's literally, it's mid-maxing. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, it's probably about three, maybe 4K difference between the two now. So it's not huge. Um, other than that, the rotation, the rotation has changed significantly. Me personally, I think it got easier. Um, I did fart around with it a little bit on my stamp sork. Uh, I'm just going to give you the uh, basically the basic setup for the rotation, um, and it's even what uh, it's even what Alcast suggests doing. Um, and obviously, this is just a kind of a uh, stepping stone into this rotation, into perfecting this rotation. Right. So we're going to start off on our bow bar. Uh, arrow barrage, light attack, poison inject, light attack, hurricane. Then you get a weapon swap. Light attack, rapid strikes. Light attack, barb trap. Light attack, soul splitting trap. Light attack, four rapid strikes. Light attack, rending slashes. Weapon swap, start over. Now, Alcast suggests uh, hitting hurricane every second rotation. Because that's when it—that's when the cooldown should be done, and, and Hurricane should be needing reapplied. Um, I messed around with it, and I don't know. Maybe he does his rotation faster than I do, or whatever the case may be. But I basically had to pop Hurricane every single rotation. If you do that, if you pop it every single rotation, at the end of your uh, dual wield rotation. Don't do four rapid strikes. Just do three. Otherwise, you'll start uh, you start running into overcasting doing it that way. Oh yeah. Um, and, and you're and you're letting stuff fall off. It's just it's a mess. If you do and are able to do hurricane every second rotation, then every time you reapply hurricane, then just do three. So if you start your rotation out with hurricane, you know you, you popped hurricane. That one you do three, the next one you do four, pop hurricane, that one you do three, and so on and so forth. Um, for some of you guys that are looking to get into a little bit more detailed and a little more um, dynamic and possibly harder rotations, uh, go check out Lyko. That's L-I-K-O on YouTube. Um, currently, he's hitting about 100, 103K on the 21 mil with his uh, stamina sork. Nice. Um, which Lyco is, uh, he's my go-to guy. Uh, I will always start off using Alcast. Alcast's, uh, I love Alcast's rotations when I'm playing something new that I've never played because he does, he generalizes it for the public. So it's not, it's not a crazy, a crazy rotation. It's something that's very easy to follow. 
it's very, very good to start with. And I have, even with, and don't get me wrong, Outcast is good. Outcast hits good numbers. Even even these kind of, in, in my opinion, these beginner rotations, I've hit 40, 45, 47K with these beginner rotations um, on a three mil. Oh, wow. I mean, don't get me wrong. These are, these are good rotations. But if you want to take that extra step, and get into the 50s and break 55, 56, 57k. Then you're you're gonna want to branch out a little bit. Um, and Lyco, in my opinion, Lyco is a great um, tool. Oh yeah, for that. definitely great resource. <clears throat> resource, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, Ultimates, Downbreaker. Uh, that is okay. So that is another thing I've kind of changed with this. Um, so you want to run uh, Barb Trap and Dawnbreaker on your front bar, and then Outcast suggests running that uh, Circle of Protection, uh, which he morphs it to Ring of Preservation, which is also under the Fighters Guild um, on his back bar. That's all. All that's for just extra weapon damage. Um, but it's not set in stone. I mean, you can still don't have to run that stuff the good thing about barb trap though is that is your minor force which increases your current damage by 10 percent for the duration so that's 10 percent for i don't remember how long it lasts to be totally honest with you i think it lasts for what three thirty seconds something like that no never mind lasts for a minute oh, <laughs> 60 wow. seconds Jeez. yeah yeah that's a good one um, yeah. Uh, also, Alcast does have bound armaments on both bars. Um, I didn't do that. Uh, trying to remember how I set my stamps work up. I didn't need so bound armaments. If you double bar it like that, it gives you uh, an additional. Oh, what is it? Uh, max stamina is increased by eight percent, and your light attack uh, damage is increased by eleven percent. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah, that's different, I think. I think that changed with that 11% increased damage. But either way, um, you know, just tinker with it. It's your build, your tune, yep. your game. Exactly. Uh, like we said at the very beginning of this uh, this podcast when we first started, these were all just kind of uh, our opinions, our findings. Um, it's still your game. Play yep. it how you will. Exactly. Um, you can use these as templates. I mean, if you guys want to build off of these, branch off. Uh, feel free. Do do whatever. Play play however you want to play the game. Is yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, that's one thing I was gonna say. If you can't get Reliquin, um, if you don't have access to Cloudrest, which is Somerset, uh, if you go to oh Lord, what is that dungeon? Ugh. It's one of the not the new dungeons, but the patch before. Um, oh man, I can't remember the set. Dang it. Um, More like Moon Hunter Keep and stuff. No, 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 no. Uh, from like uh, Depths of Malatar and that other one. What's the other one? <sighs> Frostfall. Oh, uh, Frostfall. Frostfall. I cannot remember the name of the set, but Frostfall drops a set. That is, it's it's what I call the poor man's poor man's reliquin. Um, it it is good. Um, Do you remember the name of that set? 
That's what I'm looking at right now. Oh, okay. Uh, let me pull it up here real quick. Okay, just for the good uh, people out there, so they know what they're getting themselves into. Zobkins, that's what it is. It's Zobkins. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Zogvins, yep. I just couldn't think of the name. So, Zogvins is a good set. I'm going to... So, okay, so the two-piece adds 833 weapon crit. Three-piece adds 833 weapon crit. Four-piece, 1487 physical penetration, giggity. Giggity, giggity. Five-piece, <laughs> when you deal critical damage, you gain a stack of precision, increasing your weapon critical by 129 for 10 seconds, up to 10 stacks max. At max stacks, you also gain minor force, increasing your critical damage done by another 10%. Oh, nice. So it's 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 not a bad set. If you cannot get rel uh, reliquins, I would recommend that one for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hundig's and Briarheart. If that's if that's what you can get, then go for it. But if you can get that Zogvins, uh, or Zogvins, um, yeah, shoot for that. That is a great set. Um, other than that, that pretty much covers the uh, the Stamsorg. Um, I know I was a little long-winded on it, but like I said before, it is that is my favorite stamina playstyle. Um, close second to the warden, I guess. The stam warden, stam warden is a lot of fun too. But we'll get to him. Um, yeah. Uh, is there anything you would like to add in there, J Rump? Nope. I think you covered everything. I didn't. So I think what are we ready for? All right. Elden Hollow. I think we're. We're going to jump into Elden Hollow, brother. Actually, uh, before we... Act, yeah, let's let's do that, because I need I need to go over the news still. Or I've been wanting to. Oh, is there something in there you, you wish to report? Yeah, we've got a couple com new community guides. And uh, there is also... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and... Hop into that. Oh no, you need a breather from talking. Anyways, I'm thirsty. Well, I'm I'm kind of right in the middle of a BG, so it'd be a lot cooler. Of course, you are. <laughs> if you if you could do yours first, it'd be that'd be pretty. Cool. All right, all right. Let's get let's get through this Elden Hollow. Um, yet again, we are covering Vet. Um, yep. Just because you know, normal is normal. Um. So, here we go. Um, you got one, two, three, four, five. Five bosses. Um, I believe one is a mini-boss who is pretty useless and a giant sissy. But, anyways. Which boss is that? So, uh, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Elden Hollow yeah, 1, is that, this is one that you guys could probably solo. Yeah, yeah. If you have, um, if you go in there with kind of a, a soloing kind of build, you know, got your shields, got your heals, blah blah blah. Yeah, you can solo this. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna jump in here. The first, first little bastard you're gonna fight is Akash Gramal. Um, this fight is, yeah, it's whatever. You know, um, doesn't hit. He doesn't really hit that hard. Um, but he does put AOEs down. Um, so it is a good, I guess it is a good little teaching tool for DPS. You know, don't stand in stupid. Right. Um, this, this is a, this is a stack and burn boss. Uh, 
boss uses three abilities. Um, there's like a reverse uppercut. Uh, instead of knocking you down, it's gonna uh, be knocked to the. Uh, you're gonna be knocked to the group. Probably a lot of damage unless it's blocked, which hopefully. Pray to Stendar, you have a tank. Yeah, an actual. Um, yes, an actual tank. The second ability that it does is it's going to do an AOE overhand swing. Um, and this hoe will follow you. Oh, yeah. If she's targeting you with that overhand swing, she will chase you to 10 buck 2 to hit you with that. Um, <clears throat> but yet again, if you have an actual tank, you don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, Oh, the, the last one. Oh, it's a conal attack. That's right. Um, it'll knock back anyone in front of them unless it is blocked. Uh, it only does small amounts of damage. Really, nothing to worry about. Uh, she's a bitch. Um, next boss you're going to come up against is Chokethorn, which... You know... Hey, that's the arms pack that's out right now, folks. That is the arms pack, and I don't know if it's just me, maybe I have a dirty mind, but Chokethorn kind of looks like a female reproductive part. Or like, not a, a, good, like not a, a good one. A blossoming flower, maybe. Or a blossoming flower, yes. We'll go with With that. moisture dripping from... Chokethorn can actually be a difficult boss. Yeah, there um, we go. <laughs> if uh, if you're not paying attention, so on Vet, Chokethorn does have this AOE that it's a growing AOE. You'll if if you don't see it, or if you're playing with somebody that doesn't see it, they're not paying attention because it is a growing AOE and it's not like flash. It's there. It is da 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 da. There it is. Very slow. Yeah. But if you do get caught into it. If you are a squishy DPS, it's going to kill you. It's a one-shot. Um, the other thing that he does, which is super annoying, is he is a strangler. He's a giant strangler, so he will pull you in if you get uh, too far away. Yeah, I hate that. And during this fight, uh, if you have enough DPS, you don't really have to worry about it, which it doesn't take a whole lot of DPS. But these... I think there's, what is there, one, two, three, four, I think. There's four little baby stranglers, uh, baby blossoming flowers, that will, uh, ooh, that did not come out right with what we just talked about. Yeah. Baby stranglers. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> We're not that kind of people. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> four of the stranglers that will come out uh, individually, they're not going to all pop up, pop up at the same time, and they heal Chokethorn. Um, you can bash them to interrupt them real quick and stop the healing process and kill them, or you can just straight burn them. If you have enough DPS, you can probably kill Chokethorn throughout the heal. Um, but that's pretty much Chokethorn. Chokethorn's really not that hard. Just stay out of that big, uh, that big AOE. Yeah, he doesn't um, move around or anything. He's just staying put, just what, asking to be beat. Yeah, it, it, he's, he's a plant. He's not going to move. It's... Yeah. Basically, run your parse until the AOE comes up and roll dodge out of the way and go right back to it. Uh, the next boss is Ninesh Gromal. Um, this, okay, this is that mini boss, that's right. 
Uh, we got too many bosses right here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, this guy is a... When you're almost to the end of the dungeon, you're going to come into this great big room. I mean, it's a big room. And there is a bunch of ads in there. You take care of the ads. Well, on the left-hand side of that room, tucked up in the corner, there's a small little gang of fellas hanging out. Um, and that's where Ninesh is at. Uh, he's just a little, I think he's a two-star uh, two-star champion or two-star boss. Mm -hmm. um, nothing really crazy. He's a stack and burn. There's really no mechanics. He's got one ability that can be inner. But other than that, it's like fighting a strong ad, basically. Uh, and then we have Leaf Seether, which is um, a big A-lit. He also has a little A-lit um, with him. So Leaf Seether is the big reddish orange one um he's the actual boss uh and i mean he's there's there's no mechanics here he's gonna do a heavy attack and i think he has a conal thing that he does and that's it um heavy attack conal attack both of them if you have a tank don't worry about it if you're running without a tank just dodge it that's all you gotta do um and then you're on to the final boss uh cannon reeve or an f uh this boss, this is a pretty, you know, this is a pretty fun, fun fight. It's another, another good, uh, another good parse test, um, because she does not move. She stands in one spot. Um, she does have a couple abilities. She's got a growing AOE that, again, will slowly grow underneath of her feet. If you're caught in that, you're deadsies. Um, and then she has another deal where she, like, throws, I think it's like poison or something. Some kind of green diarrhea substance. Awesome. Mm. Um, she'll throw that at you, and I th think it puts... I think it puts a dot on you, which I think, if I remember, I think it's a pretty heavy dot, especially for being Elden Hall of One. Um, other than that, that's about all she does. She doesn't really do a whole hell of a lot. She stands there. Oh, she does spawn these little shades, I, I think, if that's still Elden Hollow 1 that I'm thinking of. She spawns these little shade things or skeleton things. Just nuke them down. They're super, super squishy. Um, other than that, just, you know, don't stand in a stupid tank. Do your job. Healer, do your job. DPS, do your jobs. Yeah. And uh, you'll get through it pretty, pretty fine and dandy, really. Um, it is. It, we're. I mean, we're still in the beginning. You know, the beginning... Uh, Dungeons. What am I trying to think of? Yeah, beginning dungeons. Yeah. Um, not... <sighs> There's really not a lot to Elden Hollow 1. Um, honestly, the hardest part of that whole dungeon is the very beginning when you have to walk down the waterfall that's full of rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just navigate around the, hard the place. Part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just jump, just jump a bunch yeah. until you hit the bottom. Um, <laughs> so the hard mode on this one is just hitting the scroll. Um, if there's a difference between hard mode and not hard mode, aside from maybe her health, I don't know what it is because it's super easy. Um, but once that's all said and done, my friends, you get a helmet, and that is Chokethorn. The one piece adds 129 Magicka Recovery, and once you get the shoulders, which drop from Ol' Maj, um, 
When you use a heal ability, you have a 15% chance to summon a strangler, sapling, mind you, that heals you or an ally for 19,565 health over 4 seconds. This effect can occur once every 10 seconds. This is a pretty good beginner healer monster set. Oh, yeah. Um, I still see it being used. Uh, I think, I feel like I see it more in PvP than I do anything else uh, anymore. Um, but I, regardless, I do still see it used. Even even in PvE, I still see it being used. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people have pushed over to Bogdan, but Bogdan is next week. We will get into that later. Um, yeah, it's not a bad set. Not a bad set at all. Uh, as far as actual sets that drop out of here, uh, you got the light speaker set, which is 833 spell crit, 1096 max magica, uh, 129 spell damage, and 450 spell damage to your restoration staff abilities. Oh. Whoa. Look out. Yeah. Look out. So, which, um, we do make fun of that, but... In all seriousness, if you are a healer, you want your spell damage and your spell crit as high as you can get them without sacrificing too much resources. Oh, yeah. Because the higher your damage and the higher your crit, the bigger your heals. That's just how it works. Yeah. The other set we have in here is Bark Skin. This is two-piece adds 1206 max health. Three-piece adds 129 stamina recovery. Four-piece adds 2975 physical resistance. And then the five-piece, hold your breath because it's a long one, reduces the duration of immobilizations and snares on you by 50%. When an immobilization or snare is applied to you, heal for 2140 health and restore 1000 stamina. This effect can occur once every five seconds. Um, so it's sounds like it'd be maybe a good PvP set. Yeah. Decent PvP set, uh, especially with all that snare reduction. Yeah. All that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Um, And then the last set here, I believe this is the tanking set, the Undaunted Bastion. Uh, the two-piece, 1206 max health, three and four-piece, 2975 physical and spell resistance. Uh, that's the three and four-piece, not you don't get that twice. That'd be uh, nice. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be the best tanking set in the game. Um, five items piece. When you taunt an enemy while under 60% health, gain a damage shield that absorbs 13,760 damage for six seconds. This effect has a cooldown of 10 seconds. So what that means is if you get this set, go to your crafting tables and decon it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, being a tank and relying on a set to proc while you're under a certain amount of health is not a good idea. No, um, no. And honestly, if especially if you're like, if you're probably 600 or above CP, you're probably not gonna get below like 80 or 90 percent health during this boss fight, anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's the monster set. Those are the sets that drop. Uh, me personally, I don't use any of it. Um, but feel free, play around, tinker, and test. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of this game.
trial and uh, error. Yes, yes, trial and error for sure. And that is all I have to say about that. All right. Well, we're kind of approaching our, we're over the hour mark, so we're going to kind of wrap it up here. Um, oh, are we now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're uh, well, about an hour and ten minutes now. Do you got anything you need to add? Uh, other than, you can find me. Basically everything, Mission XX Maniac. I'm on PC at Mission XX Maniac. My gamer tag on console is Mission XX Maniac. Um, Twitter, Mission XX Maniac. And uh, I'd give him my Facebook, but I don't want you. I don't want a bunch of weirdos following me. I know how you people get out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, we got an email. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, compliments, insults, all of mom it. jokes, whatever. Um, yeah, we want to hear all. Yep, our uh, email, send us it. Whenever. What is the we email? Check it all the time. Uh, we are at Brothers of Tamriel Podcast at gmail.com. And that is uh, exactly how it's spelled in game Tamriel, not the way J. Rum spelled it. Long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much where you can find me and where you can hit us up with the show. J. Rum, where can they find you at? I am over on Twitter at Jeff Another Shot. Uh, you can find me over there. Um, you can see all the latest news and all the latest streams and stuff that I'm doing. Uh, you can find me in game. My gamer tag is Jay Rumberg. Um, uh, you can pretty much find me anywhere else. I am Jay Rumberg. And again, remember, remember to follow the. Uh, the podcast on Twitter, which is Brothers of Tam, at Brothers of Tam. Other than that, I think that about does it for this week. Um, thanks for listening, and Mission, you got anything to add? Uh, yes, the usual. Travel safe, fight hard, my friends. Perfect. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>